Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's start with Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more. Now, let me tell you, (laughs) I have told some wild stories in my life, and the one you are about to hear is right up there, because I finally got to go explore my new land, my new private property near Area 51 in Rachel, Nevada. You have to understand something. I have been all around that area before, but I have never been able to actually explore this particular piece of famed property because it's always been private. So I couldn't go on private property. Well, now it's my private property, and oh boy, that changes everything, because you might be surprised if you didn't realize this. I bought this piece of property as soon as I saw that it was on the market. I didn't even go and visit it, okay? This land is about two and a half hours from my house, and I just knew its its reputation, and I just said, I'll take it. Boom, bought it right then and there. And that I've I've owned it for a while, without ever actually going to my new land. And that's because, as you also might recall, simultaneously, I bought this new house here in Vegas where I've been setting up my new studio and office and workshop and lab. All this stuff kind of hit at once. And so finally, finally, I was like a kid on Christmas morning when it came time to assemble my little Scooby-Doo gang to go off into the desert and spend the night and see what the heck is going on out there. Okay, so I'm going to do my best to tell you everything that happened, and uh, I'm still trying to make sense of some of it. And maybe some of you will have some thoughts on on this to help me make sense of what I have experienced. 
Uh, let me just start by saying that, you know, I have been working in the radio business or the podcasting business now, whatever you want to call it, uh, for probably like 20 years. And I started out in live radio and I've always had a very good sense of timing. So if you say, okay, Josh, read a 30 second commercial or whatever, I wouldn't even have to look at a clock and I could nail it right about 30 seconds. It's just, I think a lot of people in professional broadcasting have that instinct. And so I've always been very, very sensitive to the, the passing of time, the flow of time. And I got thrown off for the first time when I moved to Puerto Rico where I was in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle, because there uh, suddenly my clock wasn't working anymore. Uh, a lot of times it seemed like the days would pass much faster than they were supposed to be passing. And of course, when I came back to, you know, when I left the Bermuda Triangle, everything was back to normal. Well, here in the Nevada desert, in the Nevada Triangle, it seems to be sort of the opposite thing. Here, time passes much more slowly than it should. A day stretches on for a long, long time. And I'm telling you this because even though this is just my opinion, my subjective impression, my experience, still we have all of these people who are talking about there being a space-time warp. Uh, there are vortexes. There are portals around here where it's easier to access other dimensions. And maybe that's one of the reasons that so much research takes place here. There's so much alien contact, abductions, missing time, all that kind of stuff here in the Nevada desert. So I just wanted to set the stage a little bit with that. Okay. Here we go. So I didn't tell uh, anybody exactly when, uh, when I was going to go f visit this property. Other than I told my mom and dad, uh, who live in North Carolina, and, and just in case, you know, we didn't come back because <laughs> this is, it's a, a remote piece of land. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a scenic piece of land, but it's a piece of dirt and an ocean of dirt. Okay. And it's out there in next to the mountains. And, you know, if you've ever been to that area, you know what I'm talking about. And then, of course, uh, I decided I would rent a suburban. Uh, so I had a brand new suburban with plenty of space and I went with, I was going to go with Lauren, my wife, who was going to be our driver and then bring three friends and associates, Nick Weird, who hosts my uh, haunted Boulder city ghost tour here in, uh, Nevada and, uh, his lady, Christina Patton, who has worked with me, uh, on a lot of different projects, metaphysical projects over the years and Jason Sirachi, world famous UFO night vision videographer. You've heard me talk about him a lot. I thought, man, this is a good team right here. So the plan was we were going to get together uh, on. Let's see. OK, we're going to get together on a Tuesday morning and uh, load up all this equipment. And I'm talking like, well, for, for one thing, I, I wanted to like stake out the property properly, mark everything properly. And then I wanted to do, to do a bunch of tests, you know, like do background EMF readings, uh, background radiation readings, uh, you know, alpha, beta, gamma, uh, use a metal detector, uh, take soil samples. I mean, like I had this whole litany of things that I wanted to do. So. Here it is Monday night, the night before, and everything has been arranged for us to get the Suburban the next morning and everybody was going to get together. We're going to go. We're going to head off here to Rachel, Nevada, in that vicinity. 
And so, and this is the closest civilization, as they say, or the, yeah, to, <laughs> the closest settlement, I think is the word they use, to Area 51. So the suburban had been reserved for weeks. And I had all my equipment piled up here at my house, ready to go the next morning. So about 10 o'clock at night, Lauren and I decided to step outside. We have a swimming pool behind our new house here. We decided to step outside and hang out by the pool for a little bit. And again, this is like around 10 p.m. on a Monday night. And as we're sitting there, Lauren goes, what is that? And we looked up and over our house is this big, bright, crisp light. And it has, it's white, but it has a little bit of a bluish tinge. And this thing is not blinking and it's moving really, really steadily and fast around the sky over our house. Now we see airplanes all the time and helicopters all the time. This was not an airplane or a helicopter. This was certainly not a satellite. I don't know what this thing was, but of course we're sitting there scratching our heads like, seriously, we're seeing a UFO right now. Lauren ran into the house and she had, was there long enough for her to grab some binoculars and come out and look at it. And she said through the binoculars, it had a boomerang shape. So, and then this thing, you know, it flies off into outer space or wherever. And we're like, oh my, can you believe that? We're getting ready to go to, to to this land near Area 51 tomorrow, and we come out and we see this UFO over our house tonight. That has never happened here before, by the way. So I said, well, I guess that's a really good sign. They know we're coming. You know, something's going to happen. I'm rubbing my hands together. Like, oh, this is going to be good. So anyway, we get settled down. It's almost 11 o'clock. We're about to go to bed. Lauren checks her messages, and she goes, oh, my gosh. Got, we got, we got a problem. We got a problem. Oh, what, what? She says, they just canceled our rental on the suburban. I'm like, what? This thing has been reserved for weeks. We need it in the morning. It's been canceled. She was told that the vehicle was damaged that day. Okay. And oh, so sorry. Yeah. Can't have. So we had to scramble really, really fast to get a comparable vehicle. Well, fortunately I was able to rent another uh, car that it's, it's, it was an infinity SUV. I can't remember what model, but it's about the size of a suburban. It's like a seven passenger, big truck thing. So I was like, okay, that'll work. That should be just fine. You know, problem solved. But I hate it when something, you know, at the beginning of a trip, something like that happens. Really, you start thinking, okay, I don't want to focus on things going wrong here. All right. So the next morning, Tuesday morning, we got up, we, we picked up, um, we, well, Jason came and met us at our house, loaded up all of his equipment. I had all of my equipment. So, and then we picked up Nick and Christina. So here we all are, the Scooby Doo gang, Jason, Nick, Christina, myself, and Lauren. And we're rolling down the highway. Now I got to pull my notes out here because a lot of stuff happens. All right. So on the way to Area 51, you're driving north of Las Vegas. Okay. The way that that we go. Um, and you're going to pass through Alamo and then finally get up to like the extraterrestrial highway and you hang a left and you go up to Rachel that way. So in the, in the course of traveling, you actually go by the time warp area that you've heard me talk about so much where in 2018 i documented this spot on the side of the desert where time apparently slowed down for like less than a split second so we're barely getting started all right 
We 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 are just passing the time warp area, and that's when weird things began to happen. It reminds me of the beginning of Fear and Loathing, where he says we were somewhere around Barstow when the drugs began to take hold. But there were no drugs involved here. Just some very strange phenomenon. When we come back, I'll I'll dig into it. And if you want inside information and up-to-the-minute updates, and I have a new kit coming out soon. It's going to sell out in no time, I promise you. You have to go to joshuapwarren.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter. You have to do it. There's no period after the P if you go to joshuapwarren.com. takes you two seconds. Put your email address in there, hit the submit button, and you will instantly receive an automated email from me that has some free digital gifts that you can access instantly that will start helping you manifest things and making your life a more magical, positive life, start bringing in more abundance for you. I mean, I'm telling you, you have nothing to lose. Just go sign up for the free e-newsletter there, and I am going to be giving away even more goodies very soon. JoshuaPWarren.com. That's me. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. And as we pass the time warp, I, I looked up, <laughs> I looked up at the big display at the front of the car that has the GPS and the clock and everything, and suddenly the clock shot forth an hour ahead. And at first I was like, what? I mean, I was kind of confused, and I, I, I looked at my own cell phone uh, clock, and it was fine, and I said, guys, look, this this time has just changed on this infinity display here. Right. <laughs> and uh, now we were not passing through time zones on this trip, not even close to it. And everybody's like, that's really weird. And after about a minute, it pops back and I go, Whoa, what is going on here? And then I took my video camera out and occasionally as we were going down the road, once in a while, this would happen. It would switch an hour ahead for a little while, then it would switch back. Now, look, I am not telling you this is a paranormal phenomenon or that this is some kind of proof of this vehicle being a a time distortion detector. I'm just telling you this is what happened. Okay, I don't know if this is some kind of software bug or what this is, but it was really weird to us that as we were in this area known for massive time slips, you've heard about them on this show. That started happening. I'd never seen that happen on a car before. Okay. This is getting more and more interesting. Finally, over halfway through the trip, we made it to the town of Alamo. Now, Alamo is where we decided to stay. Alamo is, it's, it's a wide spot in the road, but that says a lot for this type of region. Alamo's got like a couple of motels and a couple of gas stations, and that's about it. But just having the gas there is a big deal because if you're heading to Rachel, Nevada, by way of Alamo, um, if you do not stop there and get gas, 
then you are not going to be able to get gas again for 161 miles. So you're talking about you'd have to drive another two and a half hours through some of the harshest desert on earth before you can get gas again. And you're probably almost definitely not going to have a cell phone signal or anything like that. So you are on your own. Okay. If you, if you break down, you have to pray for a nice trucker to come along and say, I hope he's not a serial killer. Okay. It's that kind of thing. So we, we said, okay, we're going to get our motel room here in Alamo. And then from there, you know, it's like an hour on to Rachel. And by the way, the town of Rachel, Nevada, it's it was named in the 1970s. That's how long it took them to settle this area. Because, and again, settle means it's a, it's a very loose term. There's not a lot going on there at all. Um, but in, in the 1970s, the first baby born there was named Rachel. And sadly, she only lived to be two years old. And so they named the town after her. I don't know what happened to her, but that's why it's called Rachel, Nevada. All right. So anyway. So we get to Alamo, we fill up with gas, we check into our motel rooms, and there was really cool because they had a refrigerator and a microwave, and we were able to stock them up with all the, the goodies from the gas station. And so as I was actually um, checking into the rooms, because well, we had three rooms for our group, um, the guy who owns the hotel, he's, I, I told him what we were up to. I said, yeah, we're going out in the desert at night. We're going to look for UFOs and whatever else. And he goes... Tonight at 9.12 p.m., the International Space Station is going to fly over. And uh, I said, oh, man, I said, that is perfect. Now, unfortunately, this was um, almost a full moon. So the, the sky was not as dark as, you know, I mean, I'm telling you, on a new moon, the sky out there is unbelievable. You can see every star. But it's still really cool when there's a full moon because you can see all the, the land and, you know, how weird and kind of like surreal everything looks when the moon's full so anyway i said well that's good news so anyway get back in the car now we are an hour from rachel now we're starting to get we're on the extraterrestrial highway okay things are starting to get uh really bizarro that the terrain is is is, it's way it's like over four thousand feet in elevation the terrain's big and rocky and craggy and the roads are all windy and everything but then there's no other car on the road. We don't see any other cars on the road. And as we're driving through, we're looking around and everything is very pristine, very clean. There's no graffiti or anything like that. And as we're driving past this rock cliff, Christina and Jason in the back say, whoa, did you see that? It's like, what? And they said, Josh, that rock back there we just passed said Warren on it. It's like, what? Yeah, it said Warren. So Lauren stops the car. <laughs> we turn around and we drive back. And sure enough, I'm telling you, there no, there are no other markings anywhere, but on this rock face in big white letters, obviously done by hand, like with spray paint or something like that, that clears a bell. W-A-R-R-E-N. There's n- this, there's nothing else like this anywhere on this route. And I did not make it public when I was going to be taking this trip or anything along those lines. And Nick, he even ran over there and he starts like look, taking a closer look at it. He goes, it looks like it's, you know, it's 
maybe pretty fresh, you know, maybe like a week or two old or something. But I mean, we're sitting there like, what does this mean? So then, of course, everybody starts like thinking about uh like conspiratorial stuff. And then like Jason goes, wait a second. The government definitely knows you're coming here. You saw a UFO last night. Who knows what that was? Is it possible that they intentionally canceled your original rental? So they, so you'd rent this car that's been bugged and all this kind of, I'm like, I'm thinking, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's possible. All right. So anyway, look, that was really weird. I don't know what that means, but it means some, I think it means, I'm tapping into some kind of amazing synchronicity on this journey here. And somebody knows I'm coming and somebody knows this is part of my destiny. All right. So we keep on going. Finally, we make it to the little alien, which is the center of Rachel, Nevada. Okay. It's, it's a restaurant. It's a bar. It's a gift shop. It's got, there are some rooms you can stay in there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an icon. It's a classic place. And, uh, I've been there before. Love it. You know, you can go in there and buy all kinds of novelties. The food's good. The drinks are great. Everybody's super nice. Okay. So we get to the little alien and we walked in the door and it was weird because it was one of those moments where we go in there and then, uh, every seat at the bar was filled and we step in the door and it's like the conversation stops and every head turns and looks at us. And then we're just like, hi. <laughs> So then a waitress is like, yeah, can I help you? I was like, yeah, we're going to eat. And she goes, well, have a seat. So we go over, we sit down and the people at the bar go back to their business. And so, uh, that's when Nick, uh, and Jason were like, uh, I wonder how many of these people are agents here. You know, what's, or maybe they're, maybe they're aliens that are disguised. I mean, like you can imagine. Okay. But they're thinking the, the some of these people, they're, know who we are okay anyway so we order some food i buy some goodies in the meantime um this lady comes over who i believe is the owner of the lady and she's a very nice lady and she started talking to us and i was telling her that i am um i'm getting ready to go out to this land that i recently bought but i'd never actually been there before and i was a little concerned about finding the land because I have the GPS coordinates. Um, but some of the roads are really weird and kind of blocked off. And again, this is a piece of desert in the middle of an ocean of desert. And I wasn't exactly sure if I could find this land. So I was really concerned. And I said, by the way, is it dangerous out, out in that area? And she goes, well, everybody talks about rattlesnakes. She goes, yeah, there aren't that many rattlesnakes. Occasionally there's a mountain lion. She goes, we, we do have scorpions, she says. Um, but you know, she acted like it was fairly safe to be out there at night. All right. So I pull out a map and I'm showing her where my land is. And she said, um, let me get this fellow over here and I, I won't use his name, but he might be able to help you out because he works in, in that area on an alfalfa farm. All right. So this guy comes over and he's a real nice fella and he says, yeah, yeah, I think I know where it is. So anyway, I say, look, I'll, I'd like to hire you to guide me to this property. And he, and he said, Oh, you don't have to pay me anything. And I was like, no, 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 I, I insist. So he goes, okay, well, finish up your dinner and we'll go out there and I'll try to help you find it and make sure you got the right place. 
So we finish up our dinner. We go outside and he said he has a big old black truck. And he says, you mind if I bring a couple of friends with me? And uh, one of them is, uh, well, one of them is a guy from Scotland. It's actually it's two people from Scotland. It's a guy from Scotland and his wife. And she's from Scotland. I don't know what the story is. I don't know who these people are. All I know is they're from Scotland. He mentioned something about that. And I heard their accent. So I was like, yeah, I don't, that's fine. So now I have this uh, man I've never met before. And these two people from Scotland I've never met before. And they're in this black truck. And they're leading us off into the desert. And one dirt road turns into another dirt road. And then another dirt road And then the guy stops and he rolls down his window and he goes, hmm, I'm kind of confused here myself. And the next thing you know, here we are. We're in the desert. We don't know where we are. And then something really unexpected happened. When we come back, I will continue telling you about my first experience going to explore my brand new property near Area 51. (laughs) I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I'll be right back after these important messages. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And I go out and have these crazy experiences so that if you can't or you don't want to, well, I can tell you about them. I can... Tell the tale if I if I make it, if I make it back. So here we are now. We're lost in the desert. Now, keep in mind, this is the middle of July. I mean, we're talking about temperatures like 112, 113. I mean, like this is this is insane. We're not far from Death Valley, the hottest place on Earth. And now everybody's kind of confused and we're it seems like we're maybe driving in circles and i mean we see the giant ring of mountains uh, around us that are kind of like the barrier between us and nellis air force base and area 51 and groom lake and s4 and all those and i'm thinking like we're just kind of driving around here i hope that we don't accidentally like cross some boundaries and encroach upon the camo guys if you know who they are the camo guys are some kind of like paramilitary security outfit apparently that they hire to guard the perimeter the perimeter of the base there around area 51 and if you encounter them they are not nice and if they don't shoot you, they can confiscate all your equipment. And I mean, you can have a really bad day if you encounter them. So finally, the guy in the black truck, he says, listen to this. The Scotsman here is getting a GPS signal on his phone. Now, I don't know what kind of service he was using, and it wasn't much of a signal, but it was enough so that he was able to get some coordinates for us because even my own GPS receiver was having some issues. So long story short, we finally realized we're, we're way off track and we make it to the corner of the property, this big, vast desert with these scenic striking mountains in the distance. And we're, it's just like, we're so happy. We're, We're all jumping up and down. Yay. We found the property, you know? So I pull out a stake and I hand it to uh, Nick Weird there, and I said, hey, let's hammer the first stake into the corner of this property. And Nick is out there about to hammer it, and the Scotsman, who kind of saved the day here, he says, let's mark this occasion properly. 
And he pulls out, listen, he pulls out a set of bagpipes. And he starts playing the bagpipes in the middle of the desert as we're hammering in the stake on the first corner of the property. This is like something out of a movie. I mean, like, and he's playing the heck out of this thing. Okay, it's beautiful. So we got the mountains and the breeze and the blazing sun and the Scotsman's playing and Nick's hammering. The, it's like, what? Oh, my God. So I was kind of mesmerized by by this. And then I was like, I better, like, videotape. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, I started videotaping because I, I do intend to make a documentary about my whole experience getting this land, studying it, and then building my machine there that's going to open a portal. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to some of my earlier podcasts. That's my goal. It might take me a year or two, but that's what I plan to do with this land. So anyway, okay. So we were so happy with, you know, the Scotsman and everybody. They 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 helped us out. And then, of course, anyway, they left us. And here we are now in this vast, quiet part of the desert all by ourselves on this land. It was, it's striking. I'll post some pictures for you on my uh, Twitter account. I'll tell you more about that later. And so, um, okay. So I go out there and I metal detect. I didn't find anything. I, I, uh, used a Geiger counter. There was no alpha, beta, gamma radiation. I took some soil samples that I'm going to be playing with. And then of course, um, you know, uh, th- there was a point where, uh, we looked over and a giant antelope came barreling down a road toward us and then ran off. So that was pretty cool. It was kind of scary also. Um, so then, uh, so darkness falls and, uh, we've got the whole property marked off and it seems very, very quiet. There's no, the, the land is, it's, you know, it's got some scrubby stuff and some holes on it, but there's no rattlesnakes or anything. I had some gators on to help me. If there was, so the darkness falls and it gets so quiet and peaceful and the gigantic moon rises. And I mean, it just looks like, uh, it looks like a painting, right? And so then, Jason, he can't really use his third gen too well because it's too bright out there. But he broke out some other cameras and um, we started seeing some some lights that we couldn't explain because but you have to understand this is a no fly zone because it's so close to Area 51. So you're not going to see commercial airplanes, helicopters. It's a very, very clean environment. So if you see a light, um, you're either looking at something that the military has produced or you're looking at an alien or some kind of natural phenomenon and you don't really know exactly what what you're looking at. We saw some strange things, but I can't I I'm going to be honest with you. I cannot go far enough to say what we saw could not have just been some military stuff. I'm just not sure yet. This is just my first time there, okay? But we we are analyzing some footage and I'll give you a follow-up. So, all right, it's nice, it's dark and uh some of the rocks in Nevada, they glow under a UV light. And so I think it was Christina. She took out a UV light and she's shining it around on the ground. And there was sure enough, a nice big rock that was glowing kind of pink in that UV light. And I was like, Oh, cool. So I, I collected some of these glow in the dark rocks. There were two or three of them around. And then she, I, I hear Christina go, Whoa. And I look over. And glowing in this UV light is the biggest 
daggone scorpion I have ever seen in my life. Now, you may or may not know that basically all scorpions glow under a black light, under a UV light. And thank goodness they do. Uh, and this scorpion, I'm the big guy, and this thing was as big as my hand. And it, oh, it would look mean, but it was beautiful. It was glowing green with that purple light all around it. And then, and then, uh, somebody goes, oh, there's another one. Oh, now there's scorpion number two. It's about as big as scorpion number three. And then I go, oh, there's another. Now we got scorpion number three. It's smaller, but it's scorpions are everywhere. Okay. I, and I mean, here's what you have to understand. They, they glow like green and they look amazing under this black light. But these, when, when the black light is not on, they, they blend right in. They're brown and tan. They're called bark scorpions. And these are the most venomous scorpions in all of North America. If one of these things hits you with its stinger, they say you are going to have at least 24 hours of extreme pain, just severe pain. It's going to swell up. A lot of people start foaming at the mouth. They have problems breathing. I mean, some people, of course, die just because they have a reaction like that where they can't breathe. It's not common for people to die, but you're going to have a really, really bad 24, 48 hours if this thing hits you. These scorpions are also particularly sinister because, well, they can climb. They can climb right up a vertical wall somehow. And they have poor eyesight, so they're real scared. Like it's there, it's it's easy to scare them and make them strike out. And one of them actually started like chasing Jason. So this, I mean, this was this was legitimately spooky having these scorpions running around. But so anyway, look, it came nine twelve p.m. We're staying away from the scorpions. Thank goodness they glow in the dark. The space station appears. It flies overhead. And it, the, the sky is so huge. It, we were able to see the space station for like seven minutes. A big bright light flying. It was, it was so, it was amazing. It was amazing. So then we packed up and we, the little alien was, was open late. And so we decided we'd drop back in there, um, and, and tell everybody we're alive. And so we went in there, we had a drink and everybody was happy to hear about our scorpion stories and all that. And so then we drove an hour back to Alamo. And when we got there, we checked into our rooms and, and you have to be real careful, by the way, when you're driving that route at night, because it's open range and there are these big black cows that will just stand there in the middle of the road, but we didn't have any problem. On the way back, the time started changing again. And then I took out a tri-filled natural EF, EMF meter, and this thing started getting hit. There are big, crazy, weird surges of electromagnetic fields. The tri-filled natural EM meter was just going nuts. I don't know what was making it act like that. So, you know, Jason's saying, like, maybe there's a drone following us. I don't know. But we get back to the hotel there in Alamo, the motel. We all had a bite to eat, and then we sat outside that night. And I'm, I'm, I kid you not, we're like smoking pipes, drinking whiskey. Nick, he reads cards. Christina reads cards. We just sat around and we're like we're reading. They're doing readings. It was, 
we're just a bunch of weirdos, like a motley crew in the desert late at night. I'm sure if you could have been a fly on the wall, you, you would have enjoyed those conversations. So there were a few more strange lights that began to uh, appear overhead. And so Jason was getting really excited. And Jason goes, I don't think I'm going to sleep all night. I think I'm going to stay up all night and watch the sky around here. So the rest of us are, we're tuckered out. So we decide to go to bed. The next morning, well, I woke up to another little interesting surprise. And I'll tell you about that when we come back. Oh, there's so much I have to leave out due to time, but in time, you will hear it all. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome 
welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren. And you know, when we were at the Little Alien, I said to the bartender, I bet you just know all the good UFO stories, don't you? And she paused and she turned around and you know how she answered that question? She plopped down two gigantic binders in front of me, (laughs) just chock full of nothing but reports, pictures, drawings, sketches. I mean, from just customers at the Little Alien, they've collected all these things. It was amazing. It was so cool to sit there and sip a drink and look through all these. And I mean, some of these artists were pretty darn good. Uh, If you're ever at the, uh, the Little Alien, Tell the bartender you want to see the binders and (laughs) I'd like to scan all that stuff in. So anyway, okay, back to the story. All right. So here we are. Uh, Everybody goes to bed at the uh, the inn there, the the motel in Alamo, except for Jason Sirachi. He is the uh, he is the uh, energizer bunny kid. Okay, the energizer kid. He just goes and goes. And, uh, so <laughs> the next morning, uh, I get up, walk outside and there are two police officers standing next to my car, uh, with two police vehicles in the parking lot. And I'm like, okay, what did we do? What did we do? And, but you know, the, so the, and the cops that, you know, they look right at me for a second and then they smile and kind of nod and i'm like hey guys how's it going you know they're like fine and then they just ignored me i was like what what's happening you know of of all places in this town why are they here next to my car and supposedly turns out that somebody else staying at the motel was in a little fender bender and her car was parked next to my car and she had filed a reporter or called somebody and next thing you know i mean there's like two cops and two cop cars i mean small town but (laughs) that was the explanation now if you're conspiratorially minded you're thinking yeah yeah that's that's why they were there sure they're big brothers keeping an eye on you and what you're up to mr warren and then jason and this is just kind of funny he said that uh He'd been out there all, all night long looking at UFOs and he locked himself out of his room and he, he had to wake up the, 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 the poor man who owns that hotel in the middle of the night to, to get the key. And, uh, but it turns out the guy who owns the motel is a huge UFO aficionado and they ended up talking for like an hour and a half about UFOs and night vision and all that. <laughs> you know, if you go to VegasUFOs.com, Jason can take you out into the desert. And uh, I'll let you see some of the amazing things to behold through third generation night vision goggles. If you are an American citizen, it's against the law to do that uh, if you're not a, a U.S. citizen. But anyway, VegasUFOs.com or, you know, if you go to if you want to get some night vision goggles yourself, go look at the options at Paratemporal.com. That's P-A-R-A Paratemporal.com. So. We get back in the car 
we drive around this. There's there, there's actually a lake there called the Paranagat Lake, where all these springs sort of drain down into this valley. And there's lush growth, which is why, you know, there are cattle and whatnot out there. And, uh, yeah, the Paranagat Lake is, is interesting because uh, to me, that when I think of the word Paranagat, I think of the Paranagat man. And I've talked about this before, but right around Area 51, there are these petroglyphs that are only found around that area of what is called the Paranagat man. And it, it, these were carved thousands of years ago. There's probably like a dozen of these things, maybe more. And they, it looks like an alien. And most people do not know about this. Get online and look up pictures of Paranagat Man. I know you're not going to be able to spell that probably. P-A-R-A-N-A-G-H-A-T. I think that's right. That's how my wife wrote it. I better check it. <laughs> Lauren will tell. be the first to tell you that she's not the best speller. Okay. P-A-H. Okay, here we go. P-A-H-R-A-N-A-G-A-T. Just if you get something, if you type in something close to that, surely it will come up. Paranagat man. And look at these petroglyphs that are found all around there. Now, what are the chances that these like alien looking things would have been carved all around this area that is now area 51, that is now a paranormal hotspot that is in the Nevada Triangle thousands of years ago? Come on. All right. So we went back home after that. Everything was smooth sailing. And now again, we are analyzing our footage. We're combing through it. And this is the beginning of a saga of an epic, oh, of an epic soap opera. You know, uh, there's so much more to come. Why? Why did I see a UFO the night before all this happened? And why was my name Warren? on that cliff on the way in. And it was the only thing on the way in written on a cliff. What does all this mean? I'm not sure. But I'm going to post some of my pictures so far. Uh, if you go to my Twitter feed, that's, uh, you just go to, just type in Twitter and Joshua P. Warren or at Joshua P. Warren. Or if you go to Joshua P. Warren.com, you will find, um, where I, on the front of my homepage there, um, there's a little box that you can click to go to my Twitter account. And you don't have to have a Twitter account. You'd have to sign up for Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter account, looking at somebody's Twitter page is just like looking at a website. You just go there and click it and you look at all the threads and I'm going to post pictures there. I'm, I'm going to post a picture of one of these scorpions and I'm going to post some of the very first pictures of this land. This is how I'm going to post it on my Twitter feed. And I hope while you're there, you'll, uh, you'll follow and retweet and all that kind of stuff. You know what? As a matter of fact, um, I am almost, gosh, you know, I originally agreed to record 52 episodes of this podcast. Pretty soon I'm going to be recording episode 100. And if you like this podcast and you want me to continue, I want you to do me a favor. OK, I want you to go to whatever platform that you use, whether it's iHeart or Apple or Google or Stitcher or Spotify. And if they let you leave a review, I want you to leave a great five star review for this show. Do it 
immediately. And if, and I'm going to take everybody who does this and I'm going to put you into a pile and I'm going to start giving away, like do drawings to give away really cool free stuff. So it could be like a hundred dollar gift certificate to somewhere like Amazon or your favorite restaurant, or maybe it's one of my inventions, or maybe it's a ticket to one of my tours or whatever. So go leave a good review right now, five-star review for this show. And then you can either email me a link to it or just do a screen capture and email that to me and just send it to contact at joshuapwarren.com, contact at joshuapwarren.com. And you'll, you'll go right into the, the pool where I'll be drawing out, you know, names and giving away. Gosh, you can imagine, you know how I am. I give away all kinds of weird stuff. You might get a bidet. You might get a home spa. You might get a magic wand. You might get a fortune telling machine. You just don't know what you're going to get, but please do that. And that'll also help um, keep the show going. We need good reviews to keep the show going. All right. So that's what you can do for me. And it doesn't cost you a penny. Uh, before we are out of time, I want to mention this. This is almost like a public service announcement. Uh, before I went out into the desert, I bought a snake bite kit. And you've probably seen these things. They have like a little suction cup on them and you're supposed to, you know, like, and sometimes they have a razor blade. And if somebody gets bitten, you're supposed to like slice around the wound and then take that little suction thingy and suck the poison out. And I did a lot of research and everybody said that, um, those don't work. That, that when you get injected with venom, that venom flows almost instantly through your body and just sucking out what's around the wound is not going to do anything for you. Really. Your best bet is to just try to keep the wound below the heart because I guess you might get a little advantage from, from gravity. So the poison doesn't flow toward the heart as quickly, but you just have to do whatever you can to get medical help. So that sucks, but fortunately, at least on my property, I, we, we don't have a rattlesnake thing, but there are scorpions, but they glow in the dark. We can see them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I have so many updates to give you soon, but Hey, thank you for listening to this show. Chill out, relax. Here it is your weekly dose of the good fortune tone. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the curiosity shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. 